From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? <laughs> They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it's Dee Dee LaFrac. This is your daily unfiltered, uncensored show from the downtown San Francisco district of the Tenderloin. It's San Francisco Dam. How are you doing? Today is Tuesday, July 21st, 2020. I've got a great show for you today. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Wow, things are still topsy-turvy here in San Francisco. I was wondering, you know, I was wondering how long is it going to take uh, your average San Franciscan to have what is called compassion fatigue? I know that's like a namby-pamby term for being fed up with being a sucker. Uh, Compassion fatigue is setting in on more and more San Franciscan, even the most stringent uh, you know, I'm gonna, I call them sadistic progressives, even the most passionate, ultra, ultra liberal. Reality is finally crashing around them. They cannot deny it. Some of them are very bombastic. I've blocked a fair amount. I looked at my block list on Twitter at the San Francisco Dam page. I blocked a fair amount of these people because, you know, they are also gaslighters, the people who are just now, you know, having their compassion fatigue. They're the ones that will argue with you. You know what? These people on the street, they just need, you know, need some compassion. You need to, like, give them a, a granola bar, a pair of socks. <laughs> Doesn't it sound silly? Give them a granola bar, a pair of socks. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this. (laughs) Hey, when you're laughing, you're healing. That's my philosophy. Sorry, I'm laughing, people. This is like your free podcast. It's a performance art podcast. <laughs> I'm getting clogged up from laughing so much. So they... <laughs> they give... <sighs> junkies... Granola bar. <laughs> And they think they're helping them. <laughs> they think they are helping them. And they, they come to the realization 
that they're not helping them by enabling them with this little nonsense. A junkie doesn't want a granola bar and a bottle of water. A junkie wants $5,000 a day. <laughs> a junkie is just like a never-ending vessel that needs to be filled with money and drugs. And they get tired of they, they They finally figure it out. <clears throat> I laughed for a fair amount of time. Listen, people. I, I'm all about the laughter. I do say that on all of my platforms. I emphasize humor and mental health. And when you're laughing, you're really feeling good. And I make sure to get my laughs in. And, it, you know, I I can make myself laugh. And I like that. Sometimes I'm sitting there writing comedy, editing things, and I just start cracking up. This has been happening for years. However, I was a childhood mad magazine. You know, mad magazine, that satirical comic. I start reading them around four and a half, five. So I've been a lifelong satirist, always about the laughter. <clears throat> the compassionate fatigue <laughs> comes in the <laughs> because they overextend themselves for it's almost like I said, it's like um trying to eat an elephant like a little bite by bite and you get overwhelmed. You get overwhelmed because they they don't have the skills to take care of these street people who are junkies. They you know, they lost housing, children, homes, they need intervention, some need inst institutionalization, <clears throat> rehab, they need a, a exit plan from rehab, they need a you know, safe containers to carry all their emotional and mental baggage. They need actually a team working with them that is not going to happen. The worst place for a um, a junkie in San Francisco is to be on the streets, okay? This is why I am so adamantly against it, and I'm just going to start saying it more. The worst place for a street junkie is the streets, okay? Because they're just making life bad for everyone, especially themselves. So these... um. Liberal San Francisco, if I, if I start laughing again, I'm going to roll with it. They are getting, um, they're burnt out. Everything's locked down. Can't go to work. Where's the museum? Where's the culture? Arts and culture. Why live in San Francisco if there's no arts and culture? Walking up and down a hill with everything boarded up, looking at the Golden Gate Bridge with no traffic on it. You know, just then why live in San Francisco? What? And besides the fact everything's locked down, 150,000 San Francisco citizens have um, lost their jobs out of a city of 800,000 and at least 50,000 since uh, COVID-19 started have left San Francisco. So it's a city in flux and exodus and the sacred cows are the street junkies, which Duh, have been enabled by our mayor, London Breed. She told the police on March 16th, 2020, hands off my junkies. Don't, don't bother them. That's why <clears throat> when you go to the San Francisco Dam Twitter page, and if you scroll, you'll hear this similar thread of frustration from the citizens of different neighborhoods. And they're wondering why nothing happened because London Breed told the police, hands off my junkies. Okay, that is where the compassion fatigue is setting in because these people now have junkies in our neighborhood, these namby-pambies who, you know, trying to be bleeding hearts. A liberal always gets played by a junkie, though, trying to help. And they really see the severity of the problem because it's right outside their door. They got their junkie wake-up call, all right? And that's where... You know, they're called, you could call it compassion fatigue, but it's just, you realize this sucks. This person is not getting 
treated living on the street. I am getting abused by them, criminalized by them. They're peeing outside our house. They're defecating around the corner. They're breaking into cars. They're uh, breaking into garages. They're stealing bikes. This is what junkies do all over the world if they are able. Like whatever's on the street, whatever's in the neighborhood, that's what they're going to steal. If if all the neighbors have chickens, they're going to be stealing chickens. Okay. If all the neighbors are bakeries and they're selling cookies, they're going to break in there at night and steal the cookies so they can sell them. They feed off neighborhoods. And that is where the compassion fatigue comes in because these people are out of jobs, like I said. There's where is it? Where are you going to go? You're going to go and buy some expensive takeout, but oh, you can go to North Beach and sit down because North Beach is the Italian neighborhood and they're not playing with the junkie apocalypse. You're not going to hear people in North Beach saying, I have compassion fatigue because they're not playing with the tent junkies. They are not on a Tony Soprano finger against the nose, wink, nod, hey, what what the heck do I know? I'm just telling you, North Beach is not playing with the junkie apocalypse. There is no compassion uh, fatigue in North Beach. So what's going to happen to these people going through their uh, compassion fatigue? They're just become, going to come more empowered. I predict there will be rallies at City Hall if this goes on longer. It's going to be rallies against the mayor. I'm not starting any of them up. I know. I'm a soothsayer. I predicted a lot of things in these shows. Feel free to listen to them. My advice to someone going through compassion fatigue, own it. Verbalize it. Find your tribe. That's your show. Find me, San Francisco Damn Twitter. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco, damn. You can find me at the San Francisco Damn Twitter page. I'd love to talk to you there. I love you.